0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world, my dentist the last 28 years. I know a few things about sports and a few things about dentists. Dr. Mike O'Neill, I recommend him highly. Call him 317 849 2933. If you like the video, hit like. Nice. If you like the audio, hit like. What are you going to do? Uh, Let's talk about the Colts. Frank Reich spoke to the media yesterday. What did he say? He said that Carson Wentz is on track. On track toward what? He wouldn't say. He doesn't say what the uh, prognosis is or whether he expects him to play in the opener. He doesn't see any reason to kind of light a fire under Wentz and get him to push his rehab a little bit harder. He's going to start throwing this week. He's going to start going through walkthroughs. This week, that is the protocol that he has been set on by the foot specialists who did the procedure to remove that inflamed bone. So there you go. Carson Wentz on track on target. Quentin Nelson, he says, he's on track on target as well. Although Quentin Nelson last week was in a boot, Carson Wentz was not. What's that mean? We don't know. You know, guys get injured, and when they come back, it's kind of uh, a matter of pain tolerance, and so we'll see how things go. The thing is, you can't play with a numb foot. You can play with a numbed calf, maybe, or a numbed kind of a knee, sort of, but a numb foot, you know what that's like. Your foot falls asleep. You walk around like some kind of knucklehead for about three minutes as the blood circulates back to your foot, and all of a sudden, you feel normal again. Uh, Ryan Kelly, Likely to practice this week, not today, but later this week. Does that mean he's going to play in Minnesota against the Vikings on Saturday night? Likely not. Uh, They plan to stick with the quarterbacks they've got, which is, of course, what Frank Riker, Chris Ballard would say, or Jim Irsay, as he spoke during the TV broadcast on Sunday, until they make a deal for another quarterback. They're not going to say, yeah, yeah, we're hunting around for another quarterback. Nobody's going to show their hand like that. The Colts are certainly smart enough not to, and so they're not. Position battles. At the Sam position, you've got Zaire Franklin, who's on the depth chart as a starter, but EJ Speed has really shown out during camp. EJ Speed has filled in for Darius Leonard during workouts and has looked really, really good and projects to be a reasonably competent Sam linebacker. So he and Zaire Franklin, who was the only captain this past Sunday, During the preseason opener, uh, those two guys, that's kind of interesting. Matthew Adams played a lot on Sunday, although I don't think he's a candidate for that position. The number five wide receiver spot, you've got Desmond Patton and Michael Strawn. With the offensive line woes, Eric Fisher on the shelf, at least right now. Quentin Nelson on the shelf, at least right now. You know what? You might have to keep an offensive lineman an extra guy. So does that mean they will not keep a 6th wide receiver? They usually don't keep a 6th wide receiver. Is Jordan Wilkins going to make this team as a 4th running back? You know Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and Naheem Hines are going to make the roster. What about Jordan Wilkins? Keeping a 4th back is a luxury that the Colts may not be able to afford. And Jordan Wilkins didn't look real explosive on Sunday. We'll see what he looks like this Saturday against the Vikings. There are going to be some tough cuts at the defensive end position, who's going to start? I don't think it matters. You've got Quidipe. You've got uh, Kamoko Ture, Ben Banagu, al Muhammad, uh Taekwon Lewis. you got other guys. How many are going to make the roster? All those guys, I think, are going to make the roster. But who's going to start? It really doesn't matter. I think you're going to have Quidipe and Kamoko Ture. But it could be Taekwon Lewis. All those guys are going to rotate, and they're going to play periodically. So... Yeah, they're positioned back. And how about cornerback? T.J. Carey, that injury, if it's long-lasting, that may have saved uh, Rocky Scene from being cut. Because Rocky Seen, I'll tell you the truth, Sunday he didn't look good in the way that Matt Eberflus wants guys to look good. Once that ball is caught, you have got to pursue the ball, right? Or on a running play, you have got to get to the point where the ball's at, right? You have got to run to the back. And I didn't think Rocky Scene did that a lot. Matt Eberflus uh, calls those loafs. I think Rocky Scene had some. College football rankings. Ohio State fourth. Bama number one, of course. Uh, Wisconsin 12th. Indiana 17th. Indiana the third-ranked Big Ten team. What? Uh, Iowa 18th. IU and Iowa Saturday, September 4th, Labor Day weekend at Iowa City. Going to be a fascinating game. A lot on the line for the Hoosiers who could play their way into or out of the Big Ten Championship conversation. Pacers, they won their final summer league game, 74-65. Cassius Stanley was terrific with 19-7, very efficient. Isaiah Jackson, not very efficient, 14 shots to score 11 points. They finished with a 3-2 record. Chris, Chris Duarte did not play yesterday. The Cubs and the Reds, they're in the next field, a dreams game. Honest to God, the Cubs? The Cubs team that plays now at Wrigley Field or this week at Great American Ballpark, they're the Iowa Cubs already. Send them back to Iowa to play. (laughs) You don't need to send the Chicago Cubs to Iowa to play. We already have the Iowa Cubs, for goodness sake. And the Ricketts are going to have a party on Thursday to celebrate how they saved Wrigley Field as though they did it as some kind of magnanimous gesture to Cubs fans. It was not. It was a cash play. You know how many Cubs fans would go to Schaumburg Stadium to go see the Cubs? None. None. You'd have 1,200 people at Cubs games. You'd have a season ticket base of 14,000. People go to Wrigley Field because of the memories that they have from when the Wrigleys owned it, the Tribune Company owned it. That's why they go to Wrigley Field, for God's sake. It's a generational kind of a, a hallmark, a hallowed place where people visit the echoes of their previous generations. That's what Wrigley Field is. The Ricketts know it, but they're going to put up a plaque celebrating themselves as the people who saved Wrigley Field. These people are are without shame. My God. And the Cubs, of course, they lost last night, 14 to five. The Reds scored eight in the bottom of the seventh. Cubs now 52 and 69. It's pathetic. Birthdays. The great Dan Dockich celebrating a birthday today. Dan needs to hold the Cubs accountable on his radio show this afternoon. Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Linda Ali, happy birthday. Tom Rust, Scott Sells, M.A. Beaumont, happy birthday. Isaiah Robertson, the great Isaiah Robertson, David Pulmer, and David Menon, as well as Joe Glover. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment today inside Indiana Sports Now. Talking about the Colts, Colts news, breaking news at once on the station or channel where news, Colts news always comes first. I'll get it right eventually. I heard it on WIBC for like a generation, for God's sake. You'd think I could recite that once correctly. We'll talk to you later today.